0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the On A Water Break podcast. I'm your host, Steve McCarrick, and this episode's one I was really excited to get scheduled. We'll be sitting down with Michael Robertson, a quad drummer at MCM, the week before percussion finals in 2023. MCM is known for its high-energy shows, excellent execution, and historical significance in the world of WGI percussion. Everyone, welcome to the show, Michael Robertson. Hey, Michael.
1: Hey, what's up, Stephen, how you doing?
0: Nothing much, man, thanks for coming on. I feel like I'm I'm inching closer to doing one of these with every group uh, in the top five in percussion. And I'm like, I'm right close now. Um, So it's awesome to have you on the show. But we always start this off with something that I call your life story in 32 counts. You'll get about 30 seconds or so off a metronome uh, to try to tell us everything about your marching history, any other little biographical detail, excruciating detail, whatever you want. You got about 30 seconds. Does
1: that sound good? Yeah, for sure. All right. Cool. Whenever you're ready. Uh, okay. My name is Michael Robertson, Jr. I'm from Richmond, Virginia. I've marched Hanover High School, 1819. 2020 didn't really happen. Uh, Crown 21, Cadets 22, Mystique 23. And I'm going back to cadets as section leader for the QB. I go to the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. I'm a junior studying marketing uh that's pretty much it yeah nice Nice. five there you go (laughs) cool um but that's
0: awesome man um it was cool I, i didn't realize initially when we were talking that uh you had marched carolina crown i i knew just about your current experience at mcm and that was something i was really excited to hear about um we'll probably talk about crown in a little bit but could you start off and give us a rundown of your show at mcm this year oh
1: fun fact i wow. was actually uh i was at november camp the weekend that they did the show reveal oh yeah and it's become like an inside joke to just like not tell me what the show's about so yeah you picked the one guy that couldn't <laughs> tell you what the show's about I, it's pretty cool i mean i, I like getting the reps I like performing it with the people but nah man you're asking the wrong guy <laughs>
0: So as someone who maybe has observed MCM as close as anyone, then even if you haven't been let in the loop yet, what can you put together about the show this winter?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I feel like it's about being molded, being remade uh, into many different things. Uh, I, I feel like it can be applied to life. Like you go through a hard experience and the end of it, you come out like a different, more resilient version mm-hmm. of yourself. Um. That's pretty much all I've gathered from it. I don't really know much about like the core concepts, but that's how I relate to it at least. Cool. Yeah, no, I think I can pick that up
0: watching it that there's that sense of like molding plastic and things like that. Something else that I gather is it's just like a super high energy show. The music is exciting. The visual is, is very demanding and exciting. So there's always something going on at all times. How does like the show usually come together at MCM? Um, are they designing and redesigning over and over again? Or does it seem like there's a vision right out the gate? How's it come together?
1: I'd say a little bit of both. Uh, the staff, they definitely know what they're doing. They know how to like get a really good, solid product on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's always changes, always, always, always. I have yeah. personal tomorrow. I guarantee you they're going to change something. <laughs> I, I guess just being able to handle those changes in the moment uh, i not feeling too overwhelmed by them. Uh, it, it is really cool that I get to do this with a bunch of other people. A few of them have done you know, NC, um, WGI before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, really cool. Like I don't know. It, it, it's like a, a big melting pot of experience, and we all just handle the changes and we get it. Uh, yeah. That's right. uh, pretty cool that.
0: That makes sense because MCM is also in like an interesting part of the country there as far as band goes. Like. Do you guys get members from the south? Members from the east? Do
1: people move to Nashville for it? How's it usually break down? Dude, I, I moved to Nashville for it. I'm uh, uh, yes. I'm from Virginia. No, actually, none of the the QMCM this year are from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Jacob Clee, he's from St. Louis, Missouri. Sean St- uh, Stepnowski, he's from Atlanta, Georgia. Jordan Slack is from Idaho. He is yeah. from like he, he drove his car. <laughs> A whole day and a couple of hours To get to Mystique And he's been living in Chattanooga ever since He's insane uh, Our center, like the the two guys Splitting center, they're both from Texas uh, A couple bass drummers from Texas Just, uh, oh, Nikolai He's uh, one of the uh, Marimba section leaders, he's from Florida Yeah, so that's I guess mm. a lot of people moving For it then it sounds like, right? There, there is only like yeah, I could count on one hand the amount of people that actually live close enough to Mystique to just, like, drive. You know, it, it it's a, a super big, like, commitment to do it. But, like, the members are super dedicated, you know? Yeah,
0: so then how does it work out with, like, housing on the weekends? Um, are there enough people that moved close by that members can crash at, like, people's apartments? Or what do you guys have to do?
1: Uh dude, we lucked out this season. There's this uh, like cabin, not like an Airbnb, no. <laughs> like a cabin, like a legit cabin. Yeah, uh, middle of the woods that we rent out, and we've just we've been there since the beginning, like since <laughs> December ish. We've just been chilling there every weekend, like the entire ensemble. So like we'll, no, we'll stay till like 2 a.m. Just like literally everybody. No, uh, yeah. We all sing, and it's it's great. It's a really cool environment. I think we'll probably do it again next year. Um, that I'm is really cool. Man.
0: I had a kind of similar experience, except like completely flip the social scenario of it. I lived in a trailer in the woods at Rhythm X's rehearsal site as an age out, but it was uh. just me. There was nobody else there. Wow. <laughs> just off in the Ohio wilderness. But that's cool. I can imagine that it's like a drum core kind of feel since you're living with everyone all the time. Yeah. Um, Even though you're doing weekend band and indoor,
1: yeah, man. There's like bunk beds and a stove and a fridge and showers. Mm -hmm. It's the it's the whole. It's like a house, just a really big house, and we all just stay there.
0: Nah, that's so cool, dude. Um, you'll probably end up missing that after the season wraps up. I would have to guess. Um, Yeah. So if you think about MCM, maybe not just this year, but in general. What do you think makes
1: MCM unique? Uh, I'd say the work ethic for sure. Um, okay. A, a lot of what we do is, like you said, it's demanding. Like I, I have a couple of drill sets where I'm just running, mm-hmm. like, like barely marching, just actually running with my drums on. Uh, and that's something you really don't see. That's You're something right. that really attracted me to Mystique was just how – entertaining their shows were from year to year regardless of like where they finished Mm -hmm. it's just a mystique people are just like we're gonna we're gonna see something that's entertaining it's clean it's professional you know it's that that's one of the biggest things that got me here for sure just the work ethic and how they carried themselves
0: yeah that makes sense it sounds like it would be a little bit similar to like the ethic that you're used to in the summertime too coming from an ensemble
1: like cadets it's that east coast feel in both groups yeah man it's it's almost identical that's that's how similar it is yeah
0: that's really interesting man um we'll be back in a couple minutes here we're going to pop away to a quick uh commercial break but when we get back michael and i'll keep chatting we'll hear about some of his favorite
2: shows This is Christine Rehm and Chris Green. Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres.
0: We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs.
2: Our consignment inventory has plenty of great looks for your color guard, drumline, and marching band.
0: Pay it forward. When you purchase consignment, you help other programs. Last year, we sold over 400 sets of consignments and returned over $125,000 in payments to our consigners for their sales.
2: Additionally, Guard Closet offers custom and pre-designed costumes, flags, floors and formal wear, full or partial show writing, educational programming and other services.
0: Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment.
2: The Guard Closet team is here to help you get everything you want and need for your season. Check us out at guardcloset.com and follow us on social media. everyone, it's Tim Hinton, the Beast of the Marching Arts, here from the Marching Roundtable podcast. I gotta tell you, this week's podcast, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's called Trusting Your Gut. In the creative process, Jessica Slaybaugh talks with Zachary Barber. And they do it in the context of creating a Winter Guard show, but it's all about kind of figuring out if things are going well when you're putting your show together, when to know when to pivot, maybe make some changes. I think you'll enjoy that conversation. Next week, on Monday, April 10th, Matt James is here as part of our series on three things I wish I'd known when I first started teaching. Matt James, of course, was the director of bands at Lawrence Central High School and had those wonderful shows and wonderful bands for so many years. I'm sure that you'll be interested in hearing what he has to say, advice for you as you're doing your own teaching, especially if maybe you're early in your career. And then the week after, on Monday, April 17th, well, I gotta tell you, you can't always have a great podcast. I had a hard time finding a guest, so I'm gonna be talking with this group from this new podcast called On a Water Break. You know, it may not be our best episode ever, but I think you'll enjoy hearing from uh, some of the hosts. They seem to have thousands of them, but anyway, some of the hosts are on that to talk about how they put the podcast together and the lessons they've learned as they've started the process. So make a note, April 17th, a group from On the Water Break, and enjoy the podcast we have out now. And remember, you can find over 1,100 podcasts at our website at MarchingRoundTable.com. Hope that you'll go and listen and
0: All right, Michael. So on our show each week, I always like to ask everyone their favorite show that they could have marched in, if they could have marched in any show ever. For you, which show is that?
1: Uh, I'd have to say RCCO2. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know if I've seen that one. So tell us about it. It's really cool. I think it's called uh, The Sound of Silence, I'm pretty sure. Wow. And it's about like deafness or something. I don't don't know. I, I just think it's really cool, like visually, and they were really clean that year. Uh and it's just it's like lighthearted it's fun to watch the book is really cool the drill is cool and just how it's staged like the front ensembles in the back which is weird yeah that's not common yeah no that was definitely my my favorite one like researching all this sure
0: okay i'll go back and i'll watch that one then because i i love some rcc i love some old school wgi as well it's not all the time that people are like thinking back pre-2013 or at least like pre-2009 i'd say definitely yeah Um, for sure so that sounds pretty cool man if you could design or teach any show ever which show would that be
1: uh this is gonna sound probably probably mystique this year Oh, wow. Well, okay. Yeah, this is probably the coolest show I've marched so far. Uh, I think a lot of what we're doing, like, visually, and a lot of the, the really cool audio stuff that they have and the stuff with the yes. props and the lights, like, that that's something. And just the beats, like, some some of that stuff in the opener was, like, the hardest stuff I had to learn at the time. Like, all those flams and the five lits into the meter changes. No, it's, it's insane. And then learning that with the drill and putting the body to it. No, it was... That Are I you was talking done. about like the uh,
0: rhythmic. I think it's like a decelerando. It might be an accelerando, but it's like a minute or so in. Is that kind of what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah, like right at the opener. It's yeah. I know exactly yeah. the moment I, cause I remember when they got that back in December or like November. i was I wasn't there one of the weekends. I was at a, a cadets' camp. And I remember seeing them play it. And I hadn't learned it yet. And I was thinking, oh, my God, what what is this? You know? <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. Like, honestly, now it's not that bad. But when I was learning it, I was barely hanging on. It's, it's really just confusing.
0: Dude, so, that's like, how yeah. indoor music will get sometimes. Like, sometimes you'll be looking at something. They'll be like, this is a 7 lit embedded within a triplet, <laughs> embedded within a 5-4 bar or something. There's yeah. all these rhythms that yeah. just... Honestly, I don't know if we need to be writing them, but it's cool, dude Um, if you had to cut a show from existence and that's usually the harder question to ask people Which show would you get rid of?
1: Oh, uh, caroline thunder 1999 Oh, back yeah. that one up I mean fun fact the guy that taught me how to drum Uh, his name was scott clark. He played quads in that show and he would he would like tell us stories about that uh that whole experience. They ended up like burning the uniforms or something after a tr- <laughs> they they like got in trouble for it. I mean the show's <laughs> online. It's it's a pretty intense show. Uh but Did yeah. Did
0: Carolina he, Thunder get banned from WGI at some point?
1: That might have I been the year like like, or like the year after.
0: It sounds really familiar. I know that I think they got banned a long time ago. Are you
1: serious? I didn't know that.
0: I want to say so. There was, there must've been some controversial Thunder show because I can remember people talking about this. And I was always thinking in my head, like who is Carolina Thunder? But then I remembered like I was born in 98. If you got banned from the activity in 2000, how would I know?
1: Yeah. But, uh, no, it's online for sure. Carolina Thunder, 1999. It's, it's a really uncomfortable, like seven, eight minutes. <laughs> it's there i mean it's it's there for sure
0: it's online in our reality it's uh it never existed in your preferred reality never but, uh <laughs> i'll go i'll go check that one out man that's a good uh, recommendation you had the deep cuts for march teach cut i like that um so what's your favorite video of you performing and where could our listeners find that
1: uh oh this is a really good one it's the uh the Vic Firth, Alan Ungst cam of like the oh. full run last year. It's just Alan with a GoPro just running around the the field. No, dude, it's so it's so cool. Like okay. in the in the moment, it's like all of the little things that we added throughout the show. Like, all, yeah. for, all, some of that stuff is in there.
0: Are you talking about like the vocals or the little the little sticks type of things?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. M- most of it, the camera isn't on us for like. The majority of the stuff we say, but Mm -hmm. there's like like a a pirate, bass Mm -hmm. drum HB vocal in there somewhere, Mm -hmm. and then we were were like, "Yo, it made the video!" Like (laughs) the the group chat was just dying. It was so funny when that dropped. Sick man!
0: We'll uh, go check out that Vic Firth video then of Cadets, and that would be Cadets 2022, right? Yeah. Okay, Vic Firth, Cadets 2022, and Michael. Where could our listeners find you on social media?
1: uh pretty much the only social media i use now is uh instagram uh and my handle is just robertson with a period in between the r and the o that's all it is
0: all right great well thank you for coming on man it was great talking to you i'll see you in a matter of days for sure um <laughs> but i'll be sure to come check you out in the lot and i'd, I'd advise all our listeners to do so as well but, yeah, man, thanks for having me. yep thanks for coming on michael thank you all for listening if you enjoy the show please share it with a friend and follow us on social media at on a water break we got more wgi 2023 content to come later this week see you in dayton